Welcome to Season 4, Episode 33 of the Family Travel Australia Podcast. We are Paul, Katie and Jasper from the Feel Good Family. Join us as we explore this great country, Australia, its people, places and cultures. Welcome. Thanks for joining us again for another week. We hope that you are safe and well wherever you are around the world. Uh, We certainly are sending our feel-good vibes your way to you and your family. Okay, this week we are farewelling Darwin. Time to say goodbye. It's, It's almost hard to believe we've been based here in the top end for six weeks. We have done some incredible things, but that time really has flown as well, hasn't it? It sure has, and our original plan was to come into this region in the top end for about three weeks and then continue on our way because of different scenarios around postal delays, COVID restrictions, lockdowns, etc. We have been in the region for six weeks, including our week out to Kakadu last week, and it has flown, and we have loved every minute, and could you stay longer? Absolutely. Would we love to be here in the wet season? Well, maybe just for a couple of weeks <laughs> to see that epicness and, and enjoy those monsoonal vibes. But uh, look, it is definitely time to say goodbye and time for us to get the wheels moving on down the road. Yeah, there's something really exciting about picking up and getting the wheels turning again. And even though it does feel a little bit bittersweet, we feel like we've made some great friendships. We feel like, you know, Howard Springs is now our second home after being there for so long. It is definitely exciting. There's an air of anticipation. We are on the road again. We are traveling to a new destination that we haven't been before. And with that comes all of that excitement to get out and explore new horizons. You know, one of the silver linings around being stuck in Darwin, you know, for the extra time was that they had shifted Territory Day, traditionally held on July 1st, which is to celebrate their independence from the Commonwealth. This date was moved to August 29th. Territory Day, as it's known, is basically a really big excuse to have a party buy fireworks that are normally illegal and for 24 hours let them off every minute of the day, every hour in this craziness of explosive fun. (laughs) That pretty much sums it up. It is like nothing else that we have experienced as far as this statewide celebration goes. And as you said, Paul, it is the one day of the year that legally – Territorians can go and purchase as many fireworks as they want. And look, we certainly saw plenty of them and they can literally let them off in the streets wherever they like. I think the curfew is until 2am that morning they can let those firecrackers go. We actually joined our Howard Springs Haven Hip Camp hosts, our wonderful top-end family that we refer to them now, and join them on the famous Mindel Beach to take in the Darwin City official event celebrations, which included public people on the beach letting off their fireworks, and later in the evening, a spectacular display funded by the city. The other highlight of this was watching the display by the fighter jet 
over the beach and the public area, which was one of the most incredible things I think any of us have ever seen. And even being there with our Howard Springs family, Clint and Christy and their extended family, as locals, they said they had never witnessed such an aerial display like this. I mean, it would rival anything you would see at an air show. This guy was total top gun. Wasn't it amazing? It it was mind-blowing. In fact, so much so we were taking bets on, okay, has he just been fired? Is he about to throw in the towel and quit his job? Like he is going for it with almost no regard for, you know, sticking to the rules of what he should be doing in this display. It was incredible. And that display of skill Mm. that he was able to showcase. He can be my wingman anytime. It was unbelievable. The noise was full on. I mean, I had my hands pressed tight over my ears. Thankfully, we had Jasper's little noise-cancelling earmuffs that his Uncle Gooey had gifted him when we very first took him to a monster truck show. And we had those with us because we knew the fireworks could potentially be too loud, particularly the home-bought ones. (laughs) This air display was amazing and I can just add it to this craziness of this celebration that really sums up the Territory so perfectly. I think so. It really comes down to Territorians celebrating their incredible home and that really is what the night is about and the ongoing couple of weeks of... (laughs) various bangs in the middle of the night that you hear these kind of remnants of fireworks that happen as they pitter out. Yeah, that's right. Look, I think there's a few locals who maybe miss the memo on the uh, the small time frame they've got to let their fireworks go. <laughs> <laughs> so true. You know, talking about Clint and Christy, the real difference about staying at their property versus traditional caravan park or another property like that was their attention to detail. We spoke about it when we first arrived, the welcome letter, the freshly picked pawpaws with the note that said, you know, leave these for a few days, they'll be perfect to eat. Clint's offer to help me with some work on the truck while we were there, uh, the invitation to have family Sunday fun day pancakes with them, inviting us to Territory Day so that we weren't there by ourselves. Look, they really were open-hearted, open-armed, open-minded people and their attention to detail really stood out and it made our stay all that much better. Yeah, you're right, Paul. I think we we arrived as strangers. We certainly left there as good friends and we will keep in touch over this next little while. We'll hopefully catch up with them somewhere on the road when they head off for a family holiday themselves. And who knows, I'm sure at some point we'll be back in the beautiful top end hanging out at the Howard Springs Haven again. We sure will. And details on that property can be found in the show notes. Okay, 5,000 kilometres ahead of us. Where are we going, Katie? (gasps) We're headed to Perth. Super exciting. We are crossing that WA border into the unknown. We've never been over to the West. We always get told the best is in the West, people. So we are about to experience that for ourselves. Bring it on. I know. Look, if you actually took the Highway 1 in a straight run 
from Darwin to Perth, it's just over 4,000 kilometres. We have got a few little offshoots, as we like to do, and check out some interesting places, meet some interesting characters. So we'll be covering about 5,000 kilometres. The first leg of our journey is a perfect example of us going uh, a little bit sideways, and we're heading to a local's favourite destination just outside of Darwin, known as Dundee Beach. It's 135 kilometres down the road, about two hours drive time, easy drive day, a great way to start this next part of our adventure. Yeah, it sure is, and what a great little relaxed seaside getaway. You can see why the Darwin locals love it. Mm. It's far enough away to feel like you're going on a holiday, but close enough to not be a pain to get to. The road is sealed the entire way. And when you roll into Dundee Beach, there's not a lot there, which is awesome. We stayed at the Dundee Beach Holiday Park, which was fantastic, right on the foreshore of that beautiful coast and everything that you would want for in a location like this. Yes, it's quite cool. The convenience store that is on site there that has everything that you may have left out of your camping kit, uh, fishing kit, you name it, they've got it, tin food, some fresh produce, all your alcohol supplies, doubles as a pub and restaurant (laughs) from about 10am. In fact, the meals there that they serve can be taken away as well. So anything on the menu can be ordered as a takeaway. Really friendly, knowledgeable locals that are doing a great job to make your stay all that much better. Yeah, and it's certainly a fishing mecca. There were plenty of fishermen with boats of all sizes coming and going and making use of the multiple boat ramps that are at Dundee Beach. And we hear the fishing is next level. Yeah, look, they have uh, a number of fishing charters, including bring your own boat tag along tours. And the variance in the water there is uh, from low tide to high tide up to seven metres. It was about five and a half metres variance while we were there. So I think having a local on board or tagging along with a local is an excellent idea. Do bring your credit card. The fishing charters are quite expensive, but I'm sure great value. Unfortunately, we had a few days of very windy weather, so the charter kind of came and went and we didn't get to experience that but it is what they're famous for. The fishing here is, as you said, next level. Mm -hmm. The other thing that we've heard is next level is the size of the crocodiles that call this part of the Northern Territory home. In fact, they were referred to as stonkers. Oh, mate, they're stonkers up there at Finnis River uh, where it comes out to the ocean. That's right. We had to look that word up just to be assured that we had the correct definition. It means of very large size. Mm, And unfortunately, we didn't see any crocs in the wild up here, but that does not mean that they're not there. So no swimming in that beautiful turquoise ocean. I know. You can see why people get complacent, you know, when it looks that inviting. It is such a stunning coastline. 
you think, oh, I'd just love to have a dip, but mm, don't yeah, do it. Very tempting. Thankfully, though, the Dundee Beach Holiday Park have a fantastic pool area that has this green, grassy lawn area that has been tended to so lovingly. It almost looks like it's artificial grass. It is immaculate. It did look like artificial turf. I spoke to the groundskeeper and he was really just passionate about his job and making the spaces that are fairly high traffic, you know, like the pool area, the barbecues were immaculate, all of the gardens and lawns around, the serviced bungalows and cabins, which look fantastic as well. If you're not traveling in an RV and you want to get away, uh, he's just out there. Every time we were awake, he was working uh, and uh, really friendly and always very playful with Jasper and just doing a great job. Yeah, look, it was really a fantastic spot to pull up stumps. We were there just short of a week and that allowed us enough time to really enjoy that relaxed vibe of Dundee Beach, but also to get out and explore because there is some pretty fantastic four-wheel driving trails both on and off the beach. Yeah, look, our advice would be speak to a local. In this instance, it was actually the receptionist and she gave Jasper a, a map, drew all over it, showed us exactly where we were, the location of Dundee Beach uh, really gets its name because of the movie. They originally, as a township, voted on a number of different names. Dundee won, and so it became famously known as Dundee Beach, which is really a great name. The film Crocodile Dundee wasn't actually filmed there or anything like that. It was just the name that was most popular during the vote. (laughs) Uh, The actual point where it is located is known as Native Point. And then you can get out, as you said, and explore the greater region, including a drive through what is known as a private station. It's the Finnish River Station. They allow access through their property to get down onto the northwestern beaches down towards Finnish River, which we did. And that was fantastic. Oh, the environment is just incredible. And again, the colours are really amazing here. You've got those deep, rich ochre reds and oranges of the earth. And then, of course, the white sandiness of the beach against the blue turquoise of the ocean. It's this incredible mix of environment Mm. when you make your way through the Finnis River Station and finally pop out on the coast. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and a really great suggestion is to, again, talk to the locals, make sure you know the tide times because it's not an area you'd like to get stuck. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. Let someone know where you're going and then pack a picnic and also plenty of water, plenty of shade, plenty of sunscreen. That was a great morning adventure for us. We also got tipped off... uh, to head the other direction down towards Boss Creek, which we did. And the beach driving down there along that coastline, I thought was spectacular. It was really an awesome part of our adventure. Yeah, it was really beautiful and lots of fun. I tell you something else really fun that took place a couple of times during our week at Dundee Beach was watching the helicopters come in and out for... Again, what is part of this awesome, crazy, top-end culture, (laughs) a helicopter pub crawl. Yeah, look, this has been voted as the number one 
tour that you can do out of Darwin. We saw five helicopters show up with a large group of people that were both men and women on this pub crawl. It is a seven-hour tour in your own helicopters, five pubs in remote locations along the top end. Wow. (laughs) I mean, it's, I think, $990 per person. I don't know even if that includes drinks, but I think if you were looking for an off-the-wall, once-in-a-lifetime bucket list experience, I think it would be an incredible thing to do. Well, look, let's just say when Jasper and I went and watched them the first time they landed and we got to have a, a quick chat to a couple of the women who were getting off one of the helicopters, a couple of things sprung to mind. One, this ain't the first pub on their itinerary. <laughs> They were very, very merry, very happy to have a chat and tell us what a fantastic experience they were having. And two, all I could think about was, ooh, they're going to have sore heads tomorrow morning. They were having a fantastic time. Well, what occurred to me was the helicopters, most of them were those R44 helicopters. There were a couple of fancier helicopters. I don't know what types they were, but... Most of them didn't have doors, mm. you know, so um, I hope their seatbelts were <laughs> tightened well enough. You think there'd be some sort of waiver you'd be signing before you are <laughs> headed off to the first pub? Yeah. But how awesome. And that was such a delight to see them come and go over the days. And amazing how many people take up this this tour to come out to somewhere like Dundee Beach. That's right. I was just thinking, wow, this is amazing that it's operating every day while the helicopters are grounded for the 45 minutes that they spend at each of the pubs you can then access those helicopters for joy flights so they do 12 minute joy flights so they have a few of those that happen from any of the helicopters Uh, while they're grounded you can then sign up to do those tours as well so yeah really cool back to the uh, beach fall driving Look, we started with our tyre pressures dropped down to 30 PSI. Once we got out onto the Finnis River end of the beach driving there, the sand was super soft. In fact, we were very lucky not to get bogged down mm-hmm. in that soft sand. Uh, there was a, you know quite a little bit of rocking and shaking and a bit of momentum was able to keep us going. But in hindsight, I really should have dropped them down at least another 10 PSI. Somewhere around 18, 20 PSI pressure around that Hilux would have been a better choice. So that's just a a good note if you're a four-wheel driver and you're you're getting onto sand, lower that pressure, get it under 20 PSI. Mm -hmm. Good tip. Look, back to Dundee Beach Holiday Park. Another really great point is that it is pet-friendly and they also have – Really fantastic ensuite sites available. Yes, the property is quite large. So we never felt like we were squished into a caravan park. The sites are very generous as well. There is plenty of space and the unpowered area is really large as well. So you could basically roll in and and pick up a great spot under the shade of a tree, which there are lots of trees. And if you're coming at the time of year that we were there, you're definitely going to want a site that offers a little bit of shade to help reduce that hot midday sun. Mm. We also were able to 
get a site right at the front of the park, which meant we had ocean glimpses. <laughs> yes. From inside our van. We could actually, because it's a fairly high set van, we could sit in our lounge area and see the ocean, which is quite cool. Yeah, it is cool. And on a Saturday, they have a little Dundee market where the the local ladies come out and set up a couple of different stalls. And Jasper and I wandered up there and he bought some bubble wands, which he thought was just fantastic. And it was just a really lovely way to meet some of the locals and be a part of their culture that they have here at Dundee Beach. Yeah, look, I think the 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 hot tip of Dundee Beach is to grab your own chairs, grab a couple of beverages and make your way down in front of the pub on the direct foreshore there under the shade of the palm trees and watch one of those spectacular Northern Territory sunsets. And then if you run out of drinks, you just... 20 metres across the road and you can get them from the bar and then just cross the road again. It, you can also, as I mentioned, order any of the meals as takeaway. So you could order and sit over and have dinner as well during that experience. But that was my favourite family moment. You know, Jasper with his bubble wands, us sitting there with a couple of vinos watching that sunset over the water at a, a high tide, which made it even more spectacular, was mm-hmm. just awesome. Yeah, really, really beautiful. and. You know, for us as East Coast locals, getting to see a sunset over the ocean is always special. And then in a location like this with those palm trees swaying in the breeze, it was just gorgeous. Love Dundee Beach. Yes. And I I think next time we'll save up our pennies and do a pub crawl. Oh, I thought you were going to say a fishing charter, but okay. (laughs) Heli pub crawl for me all the way. Right. We also need to find a babysitter then too. (laughs) Okay. Highlights for you, for Darwin or for the top end while we've been in this region for six weeks? Oh, my goodness. Just incredible. I love this place so much. The highlight for me was getting out to Kakadu National Park Mm -hmm. and experiencing that. You know, it was one of those big ticket off the bucket list. We've been to Kakadu. We've had a taste of it. It's left me wanting so much more. Yeah, incredible. We asked Jasper this question as well and his answer, which – is on our YouTube channel show on Dundee as well, was the dentist (laughs) and swimming lessons. So Jasper ticked off a couple of firsts while we were in a location for long enough for him to do a dozen swimming lessons and and really get some skill around that with his wonderful teacher, Cindy. Uh, So that was fantastic. But his first response was the dentist. And because I had to get a crown, my tooth had cracked and... Had to get that fixed, and we saw an opportunity to desensitize him to the dental system. And so we spoke to the dentist there, Dr. Johnny, and he said, Yeah, bring him in. And he put him in the chair and put it up and down, let him press all the buttons and squirt water, and gave his teeth a clean and gave him a little gift when he left. And Jasper's like, The dentist rocks. You know, this is. This is my number one experience in Darwin, the dentist. So it it uh, certainly got the desired result that we were after as parents. His teeth are absolutely perfect. But, uh, yeah, just a little bit of desensitising, I think, is the best word. I love it. Out of everything we've done in mm. the top end, thank you, Dr. Johnny. You definitely <laughs> made Jasper's time. What about you, Paul? What was your highlight? Look, 
for Darwin particularly, I would say the waterfront. Uh, going there a number of times, but for my birthday, the wave pool, followed by the Mexican lunch. Oh, hot tamale. Yeah, a couple of margaritas later, Katie was driving us home. It was awesome. Uh, I also loved Cullen Bay. Mm. I mean, the food on offer there at the restaurants is outstanding. You know, Darwin is one of the most multicultural cities in Australia uh, because of its, I think, gateway to Southeast Asia. So you have these incredible restaurants with incredibly skilled chefs cooking up some amazing dishes. So I loved that as well, particularly having a meal there. It was an Indian restaurant and then crossing over and sitting on that beautiful mm. green lawn to watch the sunset. Yeah. My number one. Yeah. Full of surprises, Darwin City. Mm. Really, really fantastic. Vibrant city. So much on offer for everyone, whether you are a travelling family like we are, whether you are retired and travelling without children. There is so much to see and do in Darwin and it's easy to see why it lured us in to stay extra long and enjoy all it has to offer. Thank you, Darwin. Thank you to, uh, again, our Howard Springs family. Just awesome. All right, here we go. Next leg of our journey is arguably the number one national park in the Northern Territory's top end, and that is Litchfield National Park. Every single person that we have met along our road during this top end journey local or otherwise, has said to us, Litchfield National Park. Mm -hmm. You loved Kakadu, but Litchfield is hands down the number one place to visit. So, look, we we cannot wait to get over Mm -hmm. there and check that out. Yeah, awesome. Can't wait to get in and experience everything that Litchfield has to offer. And from what we've been told, you know, the waterfalls, the wildlife, there are some incredible, unique landscapes. Bring it on. All right. For now, we're going to say goodbye and again, wish you and your family healthy, happy and a hopeful week ahead. Dream big, look after yourself, look after your family. And happy trails. Feel the journey, feel the journey.